Welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you so much for joining me here again. I have heard wonderful reports of the March rescheduled January light ovation last week in Dallas. Um, I was actually really delighted to hear how well it went for everyone who was able to attend. I know a lot of us weren't able to for a whole variety of reasons, but a good number of people were able to attend. And um, the feedback from everyone that was there said it was a great event and everyone's looking forward to hopefully all of us being able to go in June. I know I'm excited for that. So um, I just think that's uh, wonderful for us. And I'm glad to hear about all the connections and orders and everything that was placed and everyone being able to support the industry in these times. Um, That's really, really awesome. So I'm delighted for that. Um, So today I wanted to speak about something that is probably going to be a recurring theme in this podcast. Um, talking about being a business owner. (laughs) And I'm going to kind of talk about my own personal journey um, to becoming a lighting showroom owner. um, And then how I've had to learn a little bit about being a leader, actually, not just a little bit, a lot of bit about how to be a leader along the way. And some of the struggles I've had, Um, maybe some of you guys will um, kind of share these uh, challenges <laughs> with me and would really, really love to hear how you've managed them, the things you've learned over the years that might be helpful for somebody who still sometimes feels pretty new in her position, even though I've been doing it for a significant amount of time at this point. Um, but anyway, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. And um, again, I would love to get your feedback. So I started working at my showroom after starting my career um, and what I thought was going to be my lifetime career in nonprofit association management. Um, I had worked for a variety of organizations in uh, Washington, D.C. and Atlanta, Georgia, where I was based at the time. Um, And I loved nonprofit association management. It turns out there's a lot of similarities to that and running a small business that is sort of like lean, mean fighting machine (laughs) where you have to make your dollars stretch. Um, You guys know the drill as small business owners, you know, it's just not unlimited resources. So you really have to think about what you're doing. Does it strategically benefit your business or not? And um, running a nonprofit or working for a nonprofit is really similar in that aspect. Um, And my college degree is in political science, which makes total sense. But that's that is how I ended up in Washington, D.C. for a little while (laughs) at the start of my career. But uh, when I moved to Savannah and started working at the lighting showroom, I first started doing things that I had a history in with my previous jobs. And that was like database management, website management, marketing, those kinds of things. So like my first task when I came to my store was to get a shoppable, or at least, yeah, I guess we were doing online shopping then, but at least just a a cataloged website up and running. Um, So I got our first website uh, up and running in 2019 that had, you know, the the catalog (laughs) function um, that is so critical to us now, but was still in 2009, um, pretty new. And there back then, there were still plenty of lighting showrooms that didn't even have uh, websites because they just weren't needed up until that point. So I started there and then, you know, as staff came and went, I was sort of forced to transition into a sales position. Turns out I really liked that. So then I started being a buyer. 
um, and doing purchase orders. And then I transitioned to what I remain today, which is a jack of all trades, <laughs> which I know is something all you small business owners relate to. You have to know a little bit about everything or actually to quote myself from earlier, a lot of bit about everything um, to be able to fill in the gaps. Like if somebody's on vacation or whatever, it's just um, a big job to do and you have to know all of the pieces and how to put them together. Um, so th I mean, that's kind of how my evolution went here. And about four and a half, getting on five years ago, um, I became the primary owner of this business and the CEO uh, which is, you know, exciting for so many reasons and, you know, a little terrifying. Um, my college degree is in political science. <laughs> I didn't have any formal business training. Um, I don't know how many of us actually do, you know, since so many of our lighting showrooms are family-owned businesses that are, um, you know, worked in throughout the years. You actually probably have a little bit better education in quotes um, if you come up that way into lighting than what I did, stepping into it kind of blind from the outside, um, it was just all so new to me. So the only instructor that I ever had was the person I bought the business from. <laughs> and those of you that know me know who this person is. <laughs> you also know he is my current husband, was not uh, for many years, but is my husband now. And um, it was his business. He started it and I have purchased it from him um, because I wanted it <laughs> and I love it. And I'm obsessed with my, my showroom and I lo just love this business so much. Trying to lead and run a business as a female in the same manner that kind of an alpha male would, it turns out those strategies and those methods are just not compatible. <laughs> so that was one of the biggest things I learned straight out the gate of being a lighting showroom uh, owner and manager. So like my journey as a leader has been, I found it to be pretty challenging uh, over the years. It can be just really difficult to have to try to make every decision. Of course, I have a business partner and that's a huge help because I've got a sounding board and I can bounce ideas off of her and it like helps me get a clearer picture of what I want to do or need to do moving forward. But just trying to learn how to navigate different personalities of a really small staff. I have less than 10 employees. I have to put all those pieces together and hopefully keep everybody happy and motivated and doing what they need to do. It just can be um, a daunting task and really difficult. And again, without, I'm not saying if I had formal training in what I do, it would have like solved all my problems for sure. There still would have been things to learn, but just coming from the place I did of sort of a behind the scenes girl, um, always with a, you know, strong opinion on things uh, and, reasonably well spoken and thoughtful, it just, it can be really hard to translate into effective leadership. So it's, it's been a journey for me. When I first started as a leader, I was definitely too aggressive. Like, as I mentioned, the person I learned the most from and how to run the business and not just, you know, how to be a leader, but how to like run a business fiscally, successfully. Um, you know, it, it was great instruction for me. I, you know, have learned many, many things that I'll be talking about in the future on this podcast. But when I started out trying to match, 
his style of kind of like, it's not aggressiveness, but it's just that assertive dominance (laughs) that a lot of you men are able to do and pull off. And women are not. (laughs) It doesn't translate. (laughs) It just doesn't work well. (laughs) But that's what I had to mimic. And that's what I tried to mimic. And um, it really was uh, to my detriment and to my store's detriment. And that's like a hard thing to admit that I really misstepped for the first, I don't know, six, 12 months. I uh, was the true sole leader of this business. Like, it's really tough to admit, like, man, that could have gone way better if I just hadn't done that. But uh, it's probably not the last time I'm going to have to admit that. (laughs) You know, mistakes happen. There are things to learn from all the time. Um, I, I try to be smarter and wiser and more humble you know, as all the time has gone on. But, you know, definitely there's always going to be a lot to learn. And this was like one of my first hard lessons that I kind of screwed this up a little bit. I didn't uh, cause any disasters or anything, but I just know um, I could have handled uh, many different situations that came up much better than I actually did. And I just find that to be frustrating personally. So what that all did for me was lead me to sort of um, a, a personal crisis, not a personal crisis, but a just a real reflection moment in how am I going to be able to do this going forward? And I'm going to interrupt myself just to say I wrote my outline for all this Um And it was an easy outline to write, but I find that talking about it is actually even harder (laughs) than I would have thought because it's really hard to admit your mistakes out loud. (laughs) It's very frustrating. So this is very humbling. (laughs) If you ever want to give it a shot, it's uh, it's something. Anyway, so this all led me to sort of kind of have to flounder a little bit to try to figure out what was going to be the path that worked for me. Again, this like tough style what just clearly wasn't going to be the way. Um, although I knew that the ends I was trying to achieve with that style are, are, were, and are the correct ends to my business. It just wasn't the right means to that end. So it was like, gosh, well, now I feel totally at a loss. I have no training in this. My, the person I was modeling after that was a disaster. Wrong. Shouldn't have done that. So what do I do now? So I spent, I'm just going to have to say it was another good solid year, year and a half of just kind of trying different methods out and seeing what worked in terms of leadership and engaging with my staff and directing them. And, you know, I've started to hit on some things that were working, some things still didn't work. Um, And it's really probably been in the last two years, although that's me, probably me being a little bit generous with myself, um, that I've finally been able to get a, a good strong handle on my style and how my personality works. And just quite honestly, learning how to be way up front with people who come to work at Pace Lighting or the people that have been here for a long time about who I am and how I interact and how it's best to interact with me. Um, it, it turns out the more you're open with people about how it how to best communicate with you, uh, a lot of the hiccups and you were having along the way get smoothed over. Um, and I just I would encourage anybody to like I'm not saying bare your souls to everyone, but just if it just works better for you to be able to email somebody, then like just be honest about it and like this is just what works for me. I have found that's really helped me 
um, over the past, you know, few years here. So there's always something to learn. And I'm still kicking myself regularly (laughs) of like, oh, I wish I'd said that. I'm totally one of those people that like has a disagreement or an argument or whatever. (laughs) And then like, a day later, I think of the thing that I really wanted to say. <laughs> and it's just um, frustrating when it comes to running the business, like that moment with that employee or that customer or whatever it was, that moment has passed. And generally, there's not a good chance to go revisit it. So I just have to like file that knowledge away and hopefully try to pull it out quicker the next time a situation comes up. Uh, but yeah, it's been definitely had those times where I'm like, oh, if I could just do that over, this is what I would have said and done. And I feel like the outcome would have been way better than what I ended up with. But those moments now for me are fewer and further between than they were, you know, at the outset uh, when I was first trying to do this. And um, so that's a uh, gratification for me that I feel like I'm learning. (laughs) Things are getting better. So not to be too like schmoopy. I can't think of the right word about this. I did want to share. Well, one thing that uh, one specific incident that happened to me this week and then kind of my biggest takeaways at this point in time on being a leader, especially a female leader. Sorry, for my male listeners out there, but hopefully you understand. (laughs) And I think all these skills, you know, can apply across genders, obviously. Um, So one day this week, uh, my day started out uh, pretty frustrating and tough. Uh, I just got bombarded right off the bat with some bad news and then um, had some people from the outside sort of questioning me in a way that I felt was like, Uh, just really more challenging than it should have been. And it's just one of those days, right? We all have them and they all, you know, can start out so terrible. And I could feel it. I could tell on my face. I'm definitely one of these people that wears their emotions on their sleeve. I could tell I was displaying this negative emotion out into my staff, which is something I really try to be careful about doing because it's so easily picked up by everyone and they run with it. And then everybody's having a bad day just because one person's having a bad day. It's not just me. If I, it's not just me, if I have a bad attitude, if anybody else on the staff has a bad attitude, it can be super contagious. Um, as y'all know, but I was that person, I was starting out in a bad attitude and, uh, my warehouse manager just happened to stop by my office door. And she said, just out of nowhere, maybe she saw my face and was trying to pick me up, which she did. <laughs> but she's like, you know, boss, I just want to thank you for this job and my health insurance because I'm going to be able to get this, this, and this done. And I wouldn't have been able to do it. And I just really super appreciate what you do for me. And I was like, oh my God, it was like such a life-saving moment in a way. And I so appreciated it. And this is an employee that does so much for my business. Like, I feel like I wish I could do more for you than just be able to, you know, supply a path to health insurance and a salary. Like, she's just really one of those standout employees that you're just grateful to have. And I have a few of those. Um, this just in this case is what I'm relaying. And um, it was such a reset for me to, oh, okay, this stuff that felt like such a big deal and was really dragging me down really isn't such a big deal. Um, This person standing in front of me displaying this gratitude, that's actually the big deal. That's the takeaway that that person and all of the people that are my employee and your employees, like, 
those are the important parts of what I do. And I'm so lucky to be able to do it every day and to have such a great team around me. Like it's really, it's taken me a while to get here. When we did our um, Zoom LSA meeting about, you know, hiring and everything, it was definitely a common thing that like, it's really hard to find good help and it's hard to find help that meshes with you and your existing team, like set aside everything that you have to learn. Um, just finding that right personality mix, especially when you have so few employees is so challenging. And we have a great mix at, at my showroom right now. And I'm just really could not be more thankful for that because it, it just makes life so much easier when it's just a great mix of employees and you're not always feeling like you have to referee or do whatever. Um, but these moments that you can have that really reset your mind and like, okay, the important part of what I do is, well, I'll just go ahead and quote uh, my <laughs> Marcus Limonis of um, The Prophet on CNBC. If you don't watch it, it's pretty interesting if you're a business owner, you know, kind of like Shark Tank. But Marcus always comes back to people, process, and product when he's doing his, you know, visits to these businesses that are flailing. And um, there's a lot of wisdom there. People, process, and product are, are really sort of the core keys to any business. And um, the people, the people are huge, you know. And that reset from my employee of like, okay, really, things aren't all that bad. You have a great team. Everything's good here. It was just such a, a, a great reminder for me of my, like, biggest lesson since I've become the true, like, kind of sole leader of this business that displaying gratitude and having a positive attitude are so crucial to my success in what I do. Like I said before, that uh, the having that positive attitude can be so contagious, just like having a negative attitude is so contagious. So I find the more times I'm able to display that positivity and not let the little pesky things drag me down, it really does lift the whole staff up. And I just love that. And again, it's not just me. It's not like I'm solely powerful here. It's the rest of the team too. And it's, I feel like it's my job my biggest job to help keep everyone on that positive forward thinking, let's do this together path. Like if there's anything that I think at the end of the day is my most important thing, if I can go home at night and say that I kept everyone as best I could in good spirits in in the positive frame of mind, like I feel like that was a successful day because you have to start there to be able to do everything else, to pull orders correctly, to talk to in customers, to be able to sell lighting. If you don't start with that positive groundwork and that positive uh, frame of mind, the rest of it is just, you know, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I'm just super, super grateful, not only for um, that moment that I had earlier this week, but for coming to a point where I've learned that that this small thing, seemingly small thing, and just my mental attitude can have such a big di difference on uh, the success of my business. And it really does help bring us all together as a team. And that's so super critical, um, especially when efficiency is everything in this business. You know, uh, if somebody is pulling orders wrong, writing orders up wrong, you know, those inefficiencies, inaccuracy is what costs can, can cost the business so much money. So kind of erasing that is just super important. 
So as we all know, and has been said a million times before, so I'll just go ahead and be repetitive. Uh, leading isn't easy, of course. Uh, it's so one of the hardest things. It seems like it should be so straightforward and you can just walk in and lead anything, but it is actually pretty challenging. Thank yous are so rare. So look for the thank yous. Look for the thank yous in your business because I'm going to try to keep looking for them in mine. I had one, a very uh, obvious one this week, and I'm super lucky I got that because I sure needed it. <laughs> but uh, I think whenever you can look for the thank yous, even when they're a little hidden, uh, it can really, really help. And it certainly helps like reset your frame of mind. So, and I find those moments just to be the most rewarding in terms of like, yeah, I we did a good job today. This team is, you know, is doing something right. And that makes it, uh, you know, worth it to get up every day and come and work eight, 10, 12 hours, whatever's required of us. Um, it's just can be super, super rewarding. Just looking for those moments of gratitude. Um, anyway, I think that's about it for me this week. I, um, hopefully didn't go off on too much of a weird, you know, kumbaya tangent there, but I super appreciate y'all listening. Um, I love the feedback I get. It really means a lot to me. You can follow me at Lisa Lights Life on Instagram. You can DM me there. You can find my email pretty readily. Uh, just Google me. <laughs> uh, and I'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to talking to y'all next time. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.